1: Going in Raw's Black Friday holiday sale is happening now. Huge price cuts across both Frendo merchandise sites at FrendoMerch.com and FrendoMarket.com. Order today.
2: Oh,
0: Steve and Larson! Don't
1: you dare be sour! Clap for yourselves and feel the Wow, wow, yes, and all you people out there, you're watching Going in Raw with Steve and Larson. <laughs> hey, friend, oh, Steve here, yeah, Larson, and welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash steve and larson available wherever podcast can be found and of course taped live of the twitch twitch twitch.tv forward slash steve and larson quick reminder we're going to be live this sunday for nxt takeover war games uh for our reactions with the enforcer and then of course on the twitch for our recaps yeah Yeah. uh where do you crack on what are you Uh, cracking up about over there? just
3: thinking some of the comments to our nxt recap the other day
1: <laughs> oh, 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 Larson, Do we owe the 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 McAfee stands out there an apology for going so hard on Pat McAfee? We a lot in of a people. State, we we're just stating our opinion. We're not entitled to an opinion. Uh, no, I, well, that's why I'm throwing it. You know, a lot of people no, seem right. very they're very hurt about our our words. They're very sensitive about their Pat McAfee. Their, their precious okay, Pat well, McAfee. I mean,
3: I, I don't. I mean, if, if I'm just talking about we, we like don't that, appreciate. We're not appreciating Pat McAfee's work in NXT at the current time. That shouldn't influence anybody else's opinion of him. If you like Pat McAfee's work, by all means, enjoy his work. Lately, we haven't been into it. We we praised him for his match against Adam Cole and said it was damn impressive for
1: someone's first-time match. I don't know what more they want specifically from me. I literally refer to NXT as my favorite wrestling show. It is. Uh, It's my thing. It's my jam. It ain't always going to be to my liking, we'll probably end up praising the hell out of TakeOver because those are usually pretty damn good. Uh, Just because I find Pat McAfee endlessly boring doesn't mean that I'm making some judgment on your taste. I'm talking about the audience, not you personally. On the audience's taste. Like what you like. Don't like what you don't like. But don't come to us if you just want validation for something you like. If you get a whiff of us not liking something that you like and you don't like it, just turn on Cultaholic or WrestleTalk. They're great. They're fantastic. They great. And apparently, according to some of your YouTube comments, they like Pat McAfee. So does CM Punk, and he's one of yeah. my favorites. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just find the guy boring. Yeah. You don't want me I to have, do. have not been into his thing.
3: I said the late. same
1: thing about uh, the Karrion the crosses wrestling, but NXT is still my favorite thing. Anyways, I want to give a shout out to some new patrons. Hopefully, they're not offended by my words about Pat McAfee or your words about Pat McAfee. But uh, anyways, uh, new patrons, Colin Branch, Jonathan Taylor Blair, Wayne Scoggins, the band man, uh, Louis Duffy Barrett, Billy Wolf, Daniel Laudato, Uh, Alvaro Vega, Jerry Mendoza, and Johnny Ralston. Thank you very much for the support. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, the majority of those friendos are over the $5 a month mark, which means means. they can watch the pivotal huge game seven yesterday. They can
3: watch Friendo Club TV for bonus episodes each and every week. Classic 10 for the wins. We went went in the way back machine, not the website and like the Anyways, uh, back to 2015, I found an episode we did in the most disappointing games of 2015. It was actually pretty it was pretty darn entertaining. Put that mm-hmm. up today. Uh, we do some gameplay stuff. No didn't to talk too much about that. Uh, Power Rank uh, every Tuesday. And Ask Steven Larson. I think we're moving that from Monday to Wednesday. That's from a log- logistical standpoint, it's easier to get up. Um, that's, what we're, that's, that's what you got for being a $5 and up patron. YouTube channel member. Twitch sub.
1: Five, so the, the, the 10 for the win that you put up, it's from five years ago. Yeah. When you told me the reference there, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, it's a very – because like, we crack a joke about something that's very yeah. 2015. And then I thought yeah. about it, I'm like, man, it was only five years ago, but, my God. It feels like, like a long time. It feels like so much longer than that. I mean, when I compare 2015 to 2010, like when 2015, I probably felt, oh, 2010, that feels like just yesterday, you know? 2015 yeah. at this point, I mean, hell, the beginning of 2020 feels like 10 years ago yeah, at this man. point. But it's um, flown by. It's just gone by so quickly. Speaking of going by so quickly, SmackDown was a pretty breezy show in my estimation. It was, but it was also pretty light. Um, yeah. Which, you know, at times can
3: contribute
1: to the feeling of breeziness because,
3: you know, it, it, it's going on. Maybe like.
1: Yeah, that's me. You're, that's the exact impersonation Focus of me your right attention
3: there. on a couple other things. Yeah. You know, I think the last—well, not the last part of it, because the last part was fairly engaging. Anything, anytime Roman's on the on the on the screen, you got to pay attention. Anytime Kevin Owens He's on so the screen, Roman's you got to so pay good. attention. Same with Ju. So they're all doing really great work right
1: now. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. Although that opening segment, the the in ring stuff, the interview with Roman is stuff, maybe a tad long. I mean, not in a bubble. It's not, but like the first 16 minutes of the show, mm-hmm. uh, there was like zero wrestling.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I mean, that's to me that, you know, if I'm looking at the, at the at the notes here, you're right. It was like 16 minutes. I'm sitting there and like, I'm so captivated with this Roman Reigns character that I it felt like five to me. Like, I loved all this. Stuff. That's the thing is like it's 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 a wrestling program. So you want to get into
3: the wrestling aspect of it, you know, relatively quickly. But you look at the
1: opening couple segments of the show. There's not really anything you could remove. Yeah, right. Yeah. you know so yeah um so yeah uh i mean you know like you said in terms of light on uh on actual meat uh maybe there wasn't a lot we had a rematch from last week with murphy and corbin although they did reintroduce two thirds of the forgotten sons as his uh <laughs> wingmen his muscle maybe yeah um, i guess his muscle
3: at yeah. first i, I, I they I, they came out I was like they look really familiar for some reason, them losing their facial hair, like,
1: I did not know who they were. Well, first, for a second. No, it's funny you say that, because for a second, I said I thought to myself, even though you and I had both fully expected it to be the Forgotten Sons, like, Sean Ross tweeted that. I was like, oh, that'd be perfect. Uh, but Yet, yeah, when they came out, I thought to myself, are there two Adam Pierces there? What's going on? Why would well, he first, align himself with Baron Corbin? At first, I thought Cutler, because of Emma distance, was like, is that Lars Sullivan?
3: <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Like from a distance, you know,
1: when they first came out, it's like, that Lars Sullivan, you know, what would have been awesome. You know, it would have been so great if they just like kept, if they just put Lars Sullivan, they renamed Lars Sullivan Jackson Riker and made him in the forgotten sons with the other two guys. Yeah. Because then you're sort of killing two birds with one stone. You get to keep the forgotten sons around. You ditch the guy who doesn't know how to tweet. Right. And, and, and Cutler and the other guy, they get to have a guy and, Lars Sullivan now is not Lars Sullivan anymore. You can forget about him. He's now Jackson Riker. Yeah. Why didn't they do that? That's a great idea. Put like a, a like a, a wig on him with like a fake beard for now. Oh no, he has a beard. So just have him yeah, grow it out even no more. Hair. Yeah. yeah. What
3: are you don't you have to name him Jackson Riker? Just give him a different name. Give him
1: some hair. He's a forgotten son. Done. Yeah. Uh, Paxson Riker. It's his brother. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Oh dear. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, Dr. Lipkin says drop one problematic guy for another. <laughs> Anyways, let's kick this thing off. Uh, it started with a 10-bell salute for Pat Patterson, who passed away recently. Um, they re-ran also a little bit later in the show the really terrific Frank Sinatra My Way uh, video mm-hmm. package they cut mm-hmm. for him, which is really terrific. Man, Sinatra. Oof, boy. He was pretty darn good, wasn't he? got that right. (laughs) Uh, So the episode actually kicks off, though, with Kayla interviewing Roman Reigns. She gives him like just a killer intro, just a really terrific intro. Yeah. So, of course, that's the thing that Roman takes issue with when he finally makes his way to the ring. He's got Jay with him. (laughs) It's the first of several things he takes issue with. Oh, he he dresses her down big time. And, uh, yeah, he's basically like, uh, you know, I think you, uh, you left out a couple things from my intro. So he sort of has Paul redo it in the way that only Paul Heyman can do it. Calls him the tribal chief, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So she says, uh, you know, Roman, let's take a look at what happened last week. They roll some footage recapping what happened last week. And and she asks him – uh, what was the actual question she asked him? That well, Roman- She says,
3: it's been established last week that Kevin Owens doesn't fear you. Mm-hmm. You think it's a possibility that you, Roman Reigns, could fear Kevin Owens? Yeah, ooh, he and did not take kindly to that. He kind of taken taken it back. He's like, you're in the, 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 the brightest spotlight you've ever been on right now. This will be the most viewed thing you'll ever be a part of, and you come here and ask me stupid questions. It's like, Michael Cole's there. He's got 10-year experience. He could have done this, but we took a chance on you to do this interview and you blow it with a stupid question. Next question, and then so she followed another question: Are you using Jay as a pawn? Are you manipulating him? Roman says those are stupid words for stupid people. Does it look like I'm manipulating Jay? And Jay is great the whole time. This this bit especially, he's back there just glaring at Roman.
1: Oh, you can't take him. your him and Paul are, like, they, man, this was, it was so good. And even, you know, people give Kevin Dunn a lot of static. He can have really nice moments of TV direction. This was great. This was great because you always see one of those guys, and it's always really nicely framed, so they're out of focus, but not too out of focus. This Mm -hmm. is really good stuff.
3: Yeah, they're in the background, but, you know, still in the frame enough so you can see what they're doing. So he says, I don't manipulate people. I'm a protector, provider. I sit at the head of the table. He's like, I know Jay has been part of, the, uh, of one of the greatest tag teams in WWE, but what has he really done lately? He gives Kayla some more crap, uh, tells Paul, uh, handle this. And so Paul takes over the interview, it uh, says, Jay has been the main event over the last few weeks, and ratings have been up. And the reason, he claims, is because Jay is now a main eventer. And then we start going on about that. Kevin Owens interrupts. Uh, he says uh, he made it pretty clear last week that he doesn't fear Roman. Since, they, since they've established that Roman doesn't fear him, why don't we just fight now? Mm-hmm, and Jay matches yeah. <laughs> the mic from Paul. It's like, we run the show. Uh, we accept. He just
1: doesn't learn. Jay just no. doesn't
3: learn. And so Owens uh, turns to <laughs> him and says, I wasn't talking to the bus boy. I was Oof. talking to the head of the table. Oof. He says, uh, If you're not going to fight me now, Roman, why not TLC in a TLC match? So Paul then takes the mic away from Jay. And then Owen says, or we can just do it now. Roman gets the mic, says fighting him now is what Owens want. It'd be best for uh, Owen's career. Uh, Roman says he doesn't back down from anyone. Uh, Jay said that he they, they accepted, and he does accept. And he said if he was the man he used to be, he'd whip Owen's ass right now, but the time's not right.
1: He's a gentleman. <laughs> what do I look like? A savage? Oh. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. There's a lady in the ring. I think that's what he said, right? And Yeah, he says, there's a lady in the ring, Kevin. Grow up. Grow up. (laughs) He said grow up. So
3: he and Jay and Paul leave, and Owen grabs the mic and says, "Uh, yeah, I'll grow up when you grow a pair of balls. uh, You call yourself, oh, you say you're a gentleman, but you're
1: just a little bitch. Yeah. And then Roman just sort of stops and smiles and then keeps on walking. Uh, So after we come back from commercial break, uh, Jay (laughs) – Jay already knows what's coming. And he's like, he's, he's going on. He's like, man, I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. I know. I know I overstepped bounds. I know I did that. And I'm sorry. I know I did that. So Roman says, Jay, I love you. You know that, right? I love you. But you have to remember, there are consequences for everything you do. And then he walks away.
3: And then uh, uh, Cole confirmed that Owen and Roman will happen at TLC.
1: Yeah. Uh, so then we have uh, Bailey versus Natalia. Hmm. With Bianca Bellar in commentary. What's the quizzical look on your face? No, I was just really surprised that Bailey lost this match. Uh yeah. I'm uh it's it's I, I am too, but I'm actually really happy about it because it's like they have so much look, they're not gonna de-push Bailey. Bailey can lose and lose and lose right now, and I'll always get the feeling that she's probably gonna if not main event WrestleMania, they might call it a co-main event with Sasha. I think that's still gonna happen. They Bailey is the most confident wrestler. You can just see with everything she does. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. She is the most comfortable, confident person. I I have no concerns about that because ultimately she's going to go. She's going to be the last one to win here in this Bianca Belair thing. It's going to, this thing should serve a couple purposes. It should make Bianca look like a massive, massive star. Yeah. But it's also going to build up Bailey a little bit more. So she's going to take on Sasha Banks.
3: Um, Bailey's new uh, uh, gear looked incredible.
1: Yeah, it did. It
3: was great. I love her shirt
1: too. The the knock, knock, ding, dong or whatever. It's great. That's, That's awesome stuff. It's great. Um and good for Natalia for getting the victory for once.
3: Yeah, uh, it just it took me by surprise a little bit. So, anyways, uh, uh Bailey has the advantage. To begin. She starts talking crap to Bianca, and Nat- uh, Natalia tosses Bailey in the ring. Steps go to commercial. Come back. Uh, Bailey's looking to hit a sharpshooter. Natty reverses that to a sharpshooter attempt of her own. Uh, Bailey boots her off. Hits uh, a discus close on. I did like that. Bailey was using a lot of Natalia's moves against her. Mm-hmm. So uh, Natalia. Avoids a charge from Bailey in the corner, puts on the sharpshooter, and then Bianca gets up from commentary and
1: starts this kind of taunted Bailey a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then Bailey just taps. Yeah, I love it though because Bailey was totally just not focused at all on the match. And so often, man, WWE if they power rank somebody really high, they'll cheat them. You know, somebody will do this, but they won't really face the consequences of it. Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. they'll they'll cheat them out of taking a loss. Um, or they'll get like a DQ win or something like that. In this case, no. What happened was the consequences that happen. She taps out because she's just dicking around too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really, really good stuff. I mean, I'm hoping, I just hope that in this feud with Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair picks up that first victory. You do mm-hmm. that, you, you you get that clean on somebody with no distractions. Um, I mean, you lost Natalia. Natalia's been around so long. It's you know she's, she's not the, the winningest the uh, women's competitor I think in WWE history at least that's what she says. Yeah, it's a funny thing, but like be, Natalia beating Bianca uh, Bailey this way, not that big of a deal. Bianca beating Bailey clean, no distractions, huge deal, huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had uh, so they announced at the head of the show an Intercontinental Championship Pat Patterson tribute six man tag match.
3: Uh, all former or Sami Zayn's case current Intercontinental champion they they ran that Pat Patterson tribute again and they brought out the original Intercontinental yeah. Championship ringside that
1: was pretty that was pretty neat to see that was really neat to see just a man just a beautiful old school title yeah man and this match was great yeah no it was so much fun it was a ton of fun and um, uh, uh, and Big E has new entrance music performed by Wale yeah. Uh uh, you know, huge wrestling fan wale, mm-hmm. bought us a couple of beers at a mm-hmm. takeover Wale. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like one of the highlights of our wrestling career. Tell yeah. you what. Um yeah. so uh yeah, I will name drop. I'll totally name drop that one. I'm fine with it, don't care. <laughs> uh so, anyways, uh I wonder if Pat Ma- if if Pat McAfee bought us a beer, would we turn around on him? I would. I would. If somebody buys you a beer, you have to, yeah. You have to talk about Yeah. You have to talk about up.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's not like we dislike him
1: personally. No, I don't know him personally. I'm sure he's great. And Triple H says that he's. Triple H says that he's committed. Good. That's awesome. He's passionate. Maybe creative just didn't give him more than the same three things that he said over and over again. Maybe that's the problem. Anyway, people love him. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Yeah, this was a lot of fun, man. This was a lot of fun. Great match.
3: Um, A lot of great back and forth. It was just, darn it, it was fun. Uh, Daniel Bryan uh, hitting the small package on Sammy Zayn to get the win. I like that Daniel Bryan utilizes a small package to actually get Ws on a uh, on a somewhat regular occasion. I know. I like that. I
1: know. It's great. I like
3: that. So afterwards, the faces leave. They go back into the ring, and uh, uh, Sammy and Nakamura charge him uh, while Dolph just kind of like turns around and and is like, "Oh, they got it. I'm not going to concern myself with it." Um, uh, so they get dumped out of the ring. Dolph turns around. He's like, ah, okay. So he's like, okay, I'll make peace. He offers his hand. Uh, Everybody's like, no. And then eventually, like, the faces are like, okay, yeah, yeah, no, we're cool. And Dolph's like, yeah, high five. Give it up. And uh, he has, he's about to do a high five. Daniel Bryan, maybe instead he takes a swing at him. Uh, Daniel Bryan hits him with an enormous, enormous atomic drop. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ray follows with a 619. uh, And then Big E hits the big ending on him.
1: I wonder, like, this seemed like a very, it was. It's. It felt like a very house show moment. Mm-hmm. I Especially wonder, the way Dolph was
3: selling that atomic drop. It was I was like a record level sell of, it, of atomic drop.
1: Given that this was a Pat Patterson tribute thing, I wonder if any of this was a specific tribute to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, I thought the same I, thing. Maybe there was a finish at some point in Pat's career, maybe something that he and Slaughter did. I don't know, but it kind of felt like something like that um i'm curious to see what wrestling twitter has if if that's if that's the case because sometimes they can dig stuff that that kind of stuff out uh afterwards we had a kevin owens interview um where he basically says you know roman reigns used to be cool used to be one of the boys didn't have his own locker room but not anymore i don't know if it's uh uh, paul Heyman. you know in my case i've tried to make amends with everyone here There was a weird spot where callisto uh, interrupts yeah. him, or he sort yeah. of walks through the shot, yeah. and he's like, hey, what's what, what's going on? I'm in the middle of an interview So You know we're live now. Nice yeah. fedora. And then Khaleesa goes, you he say, what's a fedora? Fedor? Yeah, and he said, it, it's your hat. <laughs> and then he walks off. I don't know what that was about, but uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, he concludes by saying, uh, Roman is an, um, I, I can't say what he is, but you know what word I'm looking for. It starts with mm-hmm. an A, two syllables, people chant it, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh Otis walks over and he's like, oh, yeah, I know what word you're talking about. And he's like, we can't say it because of our friends at Fox Network yep. and uh, says, you know, we're both blue collar brawlers. Can't wait to get my hands on Roman. So that's that's the gist of that. Yeah, pretty much. They they do a fist bump. That's the end. Uh, I like, that- you know, man, I like I really like I don't know what to do with him, but I really like Otis. Otis does have that like charisma in your voice when he talks it's I, I love hearing his voice. I love when he talks. It's, it's always just inherently funny to me. Mm. Certain P I know you're, you're, I'm indifferent. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
3: Uh, After that, we had uh, Carmela Sasha split screen interview. This is all right. I don't know. Like the motivations behind it. I don't know. I feel like there could be more there. Like they, they, They touched on... Carmella and Sasha, you know, obviously being at the PC together in NXT. Uh, it got, it got a little bit of discussion, um, but I don't know. I don't know. Like performance wise, it wasn't bad. I'm just like from the
1: creative aspect. So a couple things. I thought that as far as side by side interviews go, this was far of and away natural. better than most yeah, of them because yeah. they're this, te- they're they're always terrible.
3: There was that one that uh, uh, Pac Neville did
1: with Austin Aries that was pretty good. Yeah, that was okay because everything long time Pac ago. does is great. Um, so I I like the motivation here. I like the I I mean it 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 is it's simple. Carm Carmella says I came in here on a whim, and I've accomplished just as much as you have. And you had to work your ass off for it, and so you're jealous of me. I like there to usually to be some indication that Sasha is actually jealous of her before somebody starts throwing that kind of motivation out. I think that's uh, the thing: is is is, is it, I mean, like Sasha,
3: she's achieved like enormous success.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: In WWE, let's say Carmella has it; she has. But is is Sasha
1: just jealous of this, as Carmella would put it, just came naturally to her? Yeah, and why? And why would Carmella be the one initiating the attack? Usually, if somebody is jealous of you, they're They're the ones initiate the attack, attack you. So I get what you're saying. Um, I mean, you know, they 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 could have done the generic. I don't know any other number of things. Although I guess jealousy is usually a a fairly standard pro wrestling trope. So I, I guess I see your point there. Um, so yeah, the, the bottom line is on this one. Sasha gives her a title shot at TLC mm-hmm. and, uh, says you've never, you've never been in the ring with a better, uh, B than me. And then Mela does her thing, which is such a weird addition to it. Oh, she snapped her fingers and then it
3: like, it turned like an old school, like cathode uh, Ray tube <laughs> yeah. TV off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Hey, we're all in the high def stuff now. Yeah, it doesn't do
1: that anymore. None so of us or have like 150-pound televisions anymore, you know? Sometimes it'll just stay there, like the little dot will stay there. Yeah, it will. So is this off all the way? Do I have to pre- hit another button? You
3: got to get the clicker with two buttons on it,
1: Steve. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So after that, we had uh, a rematch, Murphy versus uh, Baron Corbin. For some reason, this is a feud that's happening. Hey, Buddy Murphy's got a whole family with him now, though, so good for him for being on TV. But
3: apparently he, he gained a family but lost his wrestling ability.
1: Yeah, what's up with them? I mean, it's a, this is such a weird story. This is the weirdest story. All of a sudden, Buddy Murphy can't handle his own in the ring. He, he beats Seth Rollins worked. clean. He was getting worked by Corbin most of this match as well the match last week. The last one, too. Worked. Did he use all of his wrestling ability in that Seth Rollins him. match? Drained. Precious bodily, bodily fluids gone. Fluoridation for Murphy. Is that the yes. story here? Yes, Mandrake. This is damn gammy knee (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah So uh, this time
3: Baron brought a couple stooges with him Mm -hmm. Uh, Steve Cutler, Wesley Blake, Sands facial hair So at first I was like, who are these guys? Forget me not It was like when uh, 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 Eric Young Cut his beard off I was like, "Yeah, that was hold on, that's Eric Young? That was really weird it was it was strange, but then I I, I you posted on Twitter as like Cutler and Blake. I was like, oh, that is Cutler and Blake. Okay. <laughs> and then at first, like when they first came out, it was like Corey Graves wanted to to say, oh, isn't that such and yeah. such? Yeah. And then someone that must have been in his ear said, don't say it, don't say it. Not yet. I mean, you no, go to commercial break to come back, and then he says, oh, we just learned or just found out that is in fact Steve Cutler in Wesley Blake. Yeah.
1: Okay. We. <laughs> I don't know. W, you know, WWE, it's so weird. Some, they do weird shit like that sometimes. Why wouldn't he know who they are? I know. Why wouldn't he know who they are? I mean, they it, probably, they'd probably set the tables next to each other in catering. Right. Like, he's called their matches before. They've been on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, they're on SmackDown. Wesley Blake, for sure, was in NXT when Corey Graves was in NXT. Yeah. They probably had matches. Like, even if you take that stuff out of it, the Forgotten Sons were on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were on SmackDown. Then again,
3: they they shaved their beards off and I didn't recognize them for a while, so Yeah, really it took it me familiar. a second
1: too. I thought it was two Adam Pierces. <laughs> Which would have been like really weird. Rawgate. Yeah. Um so anyways, yeah, like you said, Murphy was booked really weak here against Corbin. Uh at one point there's like a uh, Corbin likes to do the thing where he leaves the ring and runs back in really fast. This time uh, Murphy landed a nasty V trigger on him. Uh goes up top, <laughs> Baron selling that was great. Yeah, he was was a base hit. It really (laughs) is exactly (laughs) what it was. So, uh, uh, Corbin's on the ground, Murphy goes up top, but before he can do anything, Corbin motions to uh, Forgotten Sons to attack the Mysterios. They like bowl over Ray. Ray just went down in a heap. Yeah, I was like, Whoa, boys, relax. You're back, you know, for 10 minutes. You don't want to get sent off TV again. Yeah, um, so uh, Murphy. Gets down because they're attacking uh, the pink turtle turtleneck uh, Don dom, and uh, <laughs> and uh, they're attacking I don't think him. I've never seen a turtleneck that vivid of a color before. It was not color safe. It no. was like blowing my TV up. Yeah, and it was tucked in with a gold chain. It was very bright. Oh, He's missing the fanny goodness. pack. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lacey got one of those now. Uh, yeah. She ordered a backpack from someplace. And it came with a fanny pack, so I'm gonna take it from her and put some patches on it. Uh, so anyway, Wait, what I'm, kind of patches? I don't know, some cool ones. I'm waiting for wrestling shows to come back, man. You gotta walk around rocking a fanny pack. Yeah. Well just wrestling shows. I've decided wrestling shows, I'm gonna go sleeveless Zubaz fanny packs. You know I'm wearing it right now. Zubaz? Oh my god, look at that. Thought you were gonna have a tubing moment. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. Oh man, so anyways, yeah, so uh Murphy goes that they they run into the ring and through the ring and then Murphy follows them but he forgets that Corbin's right there and just slams him with an end of days and gets the win. Oh gosh, yeah, he destroyed him with an end of days. Mhm. Destroyed him. Uh after
3: that, we had a Street Profits promo backstage, hyping up the main event. Uh they keep bringing up Kevin Owens always turns out as tag team partners. Like, everybody brings it up. Yeah. Constantly.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: And then uh, Dawkins is talking about how Roman's acting like Michael Jordan, getting his own locker room, uh, didn't go to, like, some production guy's birthday or something like that, his birthday party. Uh, Bob Roode walks in, talks about how they beat Street Profits last week, and that, in fact, now they should be tag champions, even though that wasn't a title match. Cesaro rolls in. Uh, puts over he and Nakamura's, Nakamura's bona fides, and then everybody just starts arguing.
1: Mm-hmm. They all just start yelling at each other. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so then we have our main event, uh, Kevin Owens and Otis versus Roman and Jay. Uh, Roman shows up pretty late to this affair because uh, yeah. Jay just starts the match. Um, yeah, Jay said something like, after Roman didn't come out,
3: I guess I have to do this one. I am I'm by myself or something like that. Like, he yeah. knows the score. You know, this, this, these are the consequences that Roman was talking about, I
1: guess. There's consequences, yeah. Yeah. So, Roman shows up late. Okay, so, I think this is the moment when my pizza arrived. Oh, where'd you get pizza from? Mount hikes man. It was Bama's idea. She's like, can we have pizza tonight? I was like, Sounds YOLO. Um, so, listen. Roman destroying Otis with steel steps. Oh, man. He annihilated him. Why didn't that? Had the match not officially started at that point? Why was it, there no D- been
3: DQ? That should have been DQ. Isn't that one of the the Vince's rules
1: that if the non legal man attacks the non- other non legal man, that should be disqualification? So one thing I did notice is that when Roman first slapped Kevin Owens when they were in the ring later, yeah, the ref said that's one, that's one, that's one. You can do that once. Hmm. But he doesn't want it. And I think the idea was the next time Roman did that, when he broke up the pin, that's when he called the DQ. Why wouldn't? So I know that you can throw somebody in the steel steps on the outside. But has it always been a thing where you can just kill somebody with steel steps? I don't know, man. He annihilated him. He absolutely destroyed him. I'm trying to see if, uh, if Chad has any info on that. The ref gave a warrant. Did he give a warning? I mean, because Otis had to leave the match because of that. Yeah, they took him to the back. Yeah. So that took Otis out of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, uh, Owens really starts uh, taking it to Jay. Uh, he starts goading Roman to get in, um, which he does. Slaps Kevin Owens. Uh, super kick from Jay. Jay goes up to the top, and Roman says, hey, get down. It's like, what? He's like, get down and tag me in so I can finish the show. This is my show. They just take too long hemming and Han. so Jay brings Kevin Owens over to Roman to tag in, but Kevin Owens punches Roman off the apron, stuns Jay, goes for the pin, Roman breaks it up, locks in a choke on Kevin Owens, ref calls for the bell. Roman and Jay get some chairs. They start beating the crap out of Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. Jay puts a chair onto Kevin Owens, goes up, hits a splash on him, and then Roman attacks Jay. Yeah. For embarrassing him. Yeah, that was great. He's like, how many times do I have to tell you? Will you ever
3: learn? Do I I have to keep repeating myself? And then he gets the universal title, drapes it over Owen's chest, gets in his face. He's like, you wanted all this attention. You have my attention. The whole world's watching now. Mm -hmm. Um, He's like, are you trying to make me a monster in front of the world? He says, I'm uh, going to take your manhood. I'm going to take your livelihood. You and your family are going to fear me.
1: Yeah. Roman's scary. He's scary, dude. He's, and super he's scary. He's terrifying. He really is. Yeesh. Yeah. yeah I'm going to take it all from you and your family. Oof. Um, yeah, that's, that's really good stuff. Um, and he had the, the title draped on Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance, Larson? Is there any chance? Remember Dave Meltzer said something along the lines of uh, this title reign was supposed to be relatively short any chance they're going to pull the trigger put that title on Owens at TLC there's I'd a be lot really of things surprised. you
3: could do there i was really surprised Look look kevin owen's shirt what does it say it's done the world it's new shirt oh yeah got a new shirt that says done the world so uh, i'm not expecting it Neither but mind. uh cuz i kind of feel like they're going to they're going to they're going to wait on that whole someone beaten uh range for a while
1: I think you're right, but I don't, I don't, but there's also, there is also the idea out there that, I mean, this was a while, this was when, when Roman first, when he first came back and he was a bad guy, that the idea is you want to get him back to being a good guy and face of the company material Mm. before too long. Now, you and I are of the same opinion. I think we'd love for that to take years because it'd be most effective that way. At least a year. If there is a very specific roadmap that Paul Heyman has laid out, let's assume that he's mm-hmm. the guy plotting this course. Um, maybe we're going to get quicker story beats than this. Whatever it is, Kevin Owens is the perfect guy to at least feud with Roman Reigns for a couple months because, yeah. damn, he, Owens is. when Owens is motivated, he is so damn good. I know. I he is know. so damn good. So, anyways, we'll see. Let's answer some questions.
3: Yes. Go a Twitch chat here. Um, Tony V says, Dominic has to have the worst fashion sense on SmackDown, right?
1: Um, I feel like he probably is heavily inspired by his dad's fashion sense. You know, I don't know. It's just kids these days. They wear outlandish things to uh, – to to make a statement or something I don't know I mean look at what, uh, my favorite thing is to watch post game NBA press conferences because mm-hmm. those dudes just mm-hmm. wear the craziest things mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I love it I love watching the videos not that of them uh, uh, arriving at the arena yeah right yeah yeah they,
1: it's always, it's like it's it's a it's a fashion runway for them it truly is and it's great so I'm totally cool with it I love that kind of stuff Dom Dom wants to he wants to you know he wants to look dashing then let him do whatever he wants to do exactly
3: night by night if Jay and Roman were musical instruments what <laughs> instruments would they be well Roman's gonna be something that's really uh, uh, authoritative takes command
1: I'd say like an, uh, really something really ominous too like a really heavy like a heavy guitar riff
3: I was thinking something like a cello you play some like menacing uh, mm. melodies or some like diminished chords on a cello. Mm-hmm. That shit sounds scary. There you go. And this huge, heavy instrument, you know. What's J? A recorder. <laughs> A little thing you play in in grade school, you know.
1: Amusing. A little, yeah. little. But if you're around it too much, it's annoying because your kids just playing it. It's like, okay, can you get rid of If they're that? trying to play
3: "Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star" and they can't get the the, yeah. the finger positions right,
1: this is triggering you.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh oh, here we go. Gregory Faella. When will we get Baron Corbin promo with Forgotten Sons in a junkyard? It'd be nice if the oh, Forgotten Sons please, please. with their weird blazer hoodie combo, if that inspired Baron Corbin to like just stop with the King stuff. I it's, know. it's so he looks so goofy. It's so bad. It's just bad. Alex Foster says, I know you guys want Big E or someone else to beat Roman, but what about Jay? With the way they're going, I wouldn't mind. I'd actually, I'd like that. I think that'd be yeah. great. I'd believe it when I see it, but I would mark out so hard if that yeah, happened. I It'd be terrific. I would
3: too. I would too. Uh, Jorge D, to counter Sting debuting in AEW, which WCW that has not been seen in a while should WWE bring in? Answer's obvious. NWO
1: Sting. Yeah, Jeff Farmer. Yep. He's still wrestling, I think. Maybe not. Um, Johnny Ralston, how long do you give it until Jay turns on Roman and stands up for himself? And where does Jimmy fit into all this when he returns? Actually, hold on a second. I don't want to back up. Uh, I saw a great meme on the, I think, the Friendoverse, where uh, uh, they it's like, you know, it's a picture of Sting and it says AEW brings in a former WCW champion and then it's got Gargano. Oh, yeah. And then it's got a picture of David Arquette holding the scream mask. I would have loved, and I know this wouldn't have been because McAfee's like a relevant guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I would have loved for Arquette to have been in McAfee's spot. I would have, I would have loved that. That'd been pretty cool. That could have. That been would
3: have been, great. been pretty great. Cool. That'd have been great. Yeah, i would have been. I'd have been cool with that. Uh, fear and Loathing. Can someone's. Someone's actions in kayfabe give them a shoot nervous breakdown. I think any sort of uh, uh, performance art where the lines are blurred between reality and fiction, people get too lost in their performance, I think it's entirely possible.
1: I mean, I don't know about like the technical definition of a nervous breakdown, but look at Ric Flair. I mean, that dude was so lost that by the time he had already reached legend status in two thousand and six, seven, eight, he had lost all his confidence. He was back mm-hmm. a killer run in WWE, and the dude's confidence was completely shot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, absolutely, you start messing with your identity for you know for all that. Um, I mean, whether it has to do with a a legit storyline or not, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, you're especially back in the day. Like, for example, the stuff with uh I mean this is an extreme example, but Kevin Sullivan and Chris Benoit, where like literally, you know, Benoit ends up with Kevin Sullivan's actual wife, uh, because of an angle. Mm-hmm. Dude, that can that can mess with you.
3: Yep. Yep. Uh Q says Oscar and Lana versus Naya and Shayna, as well as Orton versus Bray announced for TLC.
1: Asuka and Lana. Oh, okay. So for, for the, the tag, tag titles. titles? Okay. Well, that explains why they got two wins. Um, and then what else? Bray and what? Bray and Orton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, isn't I thought I saw something that said uh, Randy was going to be at the Firefly Funhouse this. Uh, oh, really? I'm wrong. Of own, uh, kind of a similar
3: question, so I'll get this one one in right quick. Uh, White Brownie says, "With Oscar and Lana challenging for the women tag titles at TLC, and Oscar being undefeated at the pay per view, could we see two
1: belts? Oscar? It's possible. I just doubt it because that's. I mean, if they want Shana and Nia to go solo again, it's a way to kickstart that. Yeah, because their their partnership is going to last as long as the championships around their waist. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. They're not moving past that. Nope." Uh, let's see here. David Matušek. even though this has nothing to do with SmackDown, what do you think of LaDinner Debonair being in a list of the New York Times best performances I saw that. of 2020?
3: I saw that. That's pretty cool.
1: It's not surprising. I thought it was really entertaining.
3: It was really well done. Dr. Lipkin, when a talk show host is unavailable, they bring in a temporary host. Which wrestling talk show segment would you like to see have a temporary host
1: and who would be the fill-in? Miss TV, I'm so tired of Miss TV, dude. I'm so over it. That's just the same crap every single week. Should be Pat McAfee as the (laughs) Oh, There you go. Make raw even longer for us. Uh, let's see, Christopher Rappersod has a whole bevy of things here. Is Roman Reigns becoming one of the best Mike guys? He's so good. He's so good good in this role. Also, are you guys doing a best and worst top ten list this year? Heck yeah, man. I want to take some days off. Heck yeah, man. And also, he says, also, I was never a fan of Pat McAfee, and he says he gave us the worst match in NXT history by takeover levels. I thought I, I will disagree with that. I will defend Pat McAfee. His match with Adam Cole was pretty darn good. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Philly Flexer gift and a sub to Wiley Gem.
1: I think the name. Thank you very much. I'll say this, too. I, I enjoyed the build to McAfee mm-hmm. Cole. I enjoyed mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's is just this particular action. It's
3: just I'm just not into it. It's like every one of his promos is the exact same thing.
1: I know. I know. Uh, Wolf Pack for life. One wins the Intercontinental Championship. One wins the WWE Championship. You choose Big E, Daniel Bryan. Oh, come on. Is Daniel Bryan Intercontinental, Big E, WWE? Yep. 100%. Ooh, this is a tough question. Dog Authority figure asks, uh, if you got the chance to interview Roman Reigns in kayfabe, in kayfabe, what yeah. questions would you ask him that wouldn't anger him?
3: it all well, have to be stuff that would appeal to his ego, I would think. Yeah. Like, what is your uh, what is what has been your greatest triumph in WWE?
1: What is the secret to your motivational to your supreme motivational abilities? Um, may I sit at the kids' table of the table?
3: Yeah, I feel like he'd be like, what? What, what why do you think you deserve to even sit at the kids' table? Eh. Why do
1: you want to come to my house?
3: Yeah. <laughs> It's got to yeah, be something right. that appeals to his ego. Yeah. The status is the tribal chief. Yeah. Stuff like that.
1: I ask him, what does the tribal chief smell like? And <laughs> he <laughs> like, give you that look. Why are you smelling
2: me?
3: Uh, favorite customer, what could Jay do that Roman would say he's proud of Jay?
1: <laughs> Jeez, at this point. honestly at this point it's just shut up yeah if he can go one smackdown without grabbing a mic and just talking i think at that point he'd say jay you're learning uh rocco says
3: it's national cookie day what is roman's favorite cookie and why is it any cookie that jay has
1: (laughs) it's jay's cookie it is it's jay's (laughs) cookie man i saw a commercial right after smackdown i didn't know if mrs field's you know, they they vacated Sunrise Mall nearby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not shocking. No,
3: I'm surprised when any store is still there.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised oh, the mall still there, I'll be honest with you. It's dead. That. It's dead. But no, even before pandemic. They, yeah, yeah. I think oh, they were I, That's what I mean. Yeah, even before yeah.
3: pandemic. I'm surprised they haven't bulldozed that whole mall yet.
1: That's <laughs> because, like, there's no it one really goes there. It really hasn't changed much, to be honest. No one goes there. Like,
3: yeah. like, a third of the stores are empty.
1: Like the whoever owns Them All can't be making money on the thing, dude. There is a commercial for Mrs. I thought oh, they were just they're they're a dot com now, uh, yeah. Mrs. Fields dot uh, com. And can, you have, them, like, can
3: you get them get them unbaked and then they send to you like Papa Murphy's but for cookies?
1: Yeah, probably. I don't know because that's like the best. Like they got to be warm and mm, like fresh out that's the oven. What I'm oven. talking about? That's what I'm talking about? They send you the dough, you bake it at home. They're like a snowman. Like a wooden snowman thing that's like a multi-level cookie tray thing. Would, would you look at that? Yeah. But th- that's the thing, though. Like, what? Dude, are the cookies already made? I mean, is it like they make it in an hour, like a, within the hour you get it? No, they got to send you a tube of the dough pre-made.
3: And then you you go and slice the cookies out of the dough and then you put them on the cookie. The I might cookie order one, one of those
1: yourself. things, man. I'll be honest with you. Is like, that what I, you I, want I, for Christmas? Do
3: you want a bunch of Mrs. Fields for Christmas? Fuck yeah. All right.
1: In a heartbeat, let's see, MrsFields.com. Look at
3: that. Dan Daniels the third says, People that hate on Pat McAfee are too conditioned by WWE blandness and don't know any better.
1: The thing is... Whoa, Dan. Strong what, words. What
3: I, I have not been too into as far as McAfee's promo is that I consider them very bland because a, he says the same thing every week.
1: Yeah, he's he, he makes the same points, man. I'm sorry, He, he tries does. to make the same points. He says to. the same thing over and over again. I'm rich. You suck. I I spend a lot of money on these guys. Yeah, it's just it's it's repetitive.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. Let's see here. Okay. I'm, I want to see this though. Three tiers of Christmas cheer, finished with a festive hand tied bow. This tower of confectionary delight includes 24 nibblers, bite sized cookies. Uh, let's see here. All our baked goods arrive safely packaged in a protective film. It's like 60 bucks. Okay. Can we use the company money?
3: Well, I'll get that for you for Christmas. <laughs> you want $60 worth of cookies? Then?
1: <laughs> you know, it's like maybe $5 worth of cookies. The, the, the money is in the stupid snowman. I don't care about okay, that. Okay, now I'm to see this. Just give is me a three- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, she's married though, so it's MRS. Uh, let's see here. Uh rain trigger. Should WWE put Andrade in a Losin oh, Gobernables type faction? Yeah, right. Uh if so, who would you put in it? Uh it'd be Andrade like a masked.
3: Holy. Go go to back to Mrs. Fields. Look at the Nutcracker Holiday Tower. All right. It's $132 worth of cookies. Right.
1: Where is this thing?
3: If you go to, if you scroll down to the holiday stuff. And there's the Nutcracker Sweet Tower. That's $175. Wow, look at that.
1: Wow. Why is it not, is it not showing up for me?
3: That's incredible. I don't really like Mrs. Fields, but that's, that's pretty damn impressive. Oh, here we go. Holiday. There's this Holiday Elf cookie jar, too.
1: Oh, here we go. Where is the. Oh, oh, wow. Look at that Nutcracker. Look at it to scale. Like they have to bring the camera back so far. It's huge. Yeah, that's massive. Holy shit. All right.
3: Jorge D says a stream donation goal to get Steve Mrs. Fields cookies.
1: Dude, they're so good. Eddie Brock's Venom says, uh, do you think there's a chance Punk could come back because he's commented on McAfee on NXT and he's talked about Roman lately, which means he's still watching even though backstage got axed. Yeah, it's funny. Whenever anybody asks him, because he'll make a little statement about something WWE related. And they'll be like, wait, are you watching the show? And then he'll be like, oh, uh, well, I got to watch something on my treadmill.
3: <laughs> uh, Dang MQ says on Pat McAfee's show today, he had uh, Ariel Hawani on and also Booker T. Ariel and Booker were talking smack to each other. And Ariel even brought Daniel Corme into the mix. Pat was laughing so hard.
1: It's probably really entertaining. Yeah. Because he's not saying the same three things over and over again like he does in NXT, it's probably very entertaining stuff. Yeah, I don't know about CM Punk. I don't think he's coming back.
3: No, he's not coming back.
1: That was one of my predictions, though. I remember that that he was going to wrestle again in twenty twenty. Yeah, I kind of
3: reviewed over my predictions. I got
1: a lot. One of it wasn't for this damn pandemic. He probably would have come back. No, he wasn't coming back, man. Man, that dude is chomping at the bit because he knows that the only relevancy he has is in the world of wrestling. <laughs> Got to pay the bills, Larson. Got to pay the bills.
3: Oh, sorry, Hugh Longheavy. have you? You know, sold the Andrade faction for cookies. Who asked that question again? The the new uh, losing
1: the rain numbers. trigger. Uh, so you put uh, Andrade, Lars, a uh, masked Lars Sullivan, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte, in there, Charlotte. And bring back uh, Zelina Vega. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, that's all the questions I have over here. And that's all I got now, too. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, you'll be with us on Sunday for our Takeover War Games. We're oh, going to wow. watch that Pat McAfee main event. Did you look at this Abundant Snowman's cookie tower? Abundant Snowman? Yeah, man. $100. Look at that cookies. blueberry coffee cake. Holy crap. Oh, what's the most expensive thing on? Well, you know, what's the most voluminous cookies? Traditional crimson nut-free tower. Ooh, no nuts. That makes me excited. Whoa, holly garland, three hundred and fifty bucks. Whoa. Look at how many cookies are in that. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Twitch chat, stick around. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Stephen Larson. Get access to Frendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson.